What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rockefeller's Radio. This is season four, episode three. Today's topic is going to be users knowing when you're being taken advantage of. And of course, I'm being joined by my co-host. Maybe she's not here. <laughs> In that damn phone. <laughs> oh, sorry. Listen, the co-host, Miss Naya Monet. Thank you. Greetings and salutations. And to my left, Mr. Dante Harris. The Dante Harris. You the fuck out of me. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> and we're delighted. <laughs> we're delighted to be joined by a very special guest this evening. Goes by the name of Sergio Dior. <laughs> And smacking the lips. <laughs> We're gonna probably have you move up just a little bit so that we're moving the mic a little bit so we can make sure you can hear us. Okay. You good, Sergio? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna have that extra show today. So, um, as we, we, we like to do is kind of open up and see what everybody's been up to the past day since the last episode. Um, have you have you talked to anybody, Dante? Does you had a chance to well that was actually tuned into the live? And, and got any of their like feedback or what they thought? Oh yeah, um, I just got people from Snapchat asking when this episode was going to drop mm-hmm. from the last time. So oh really? Yeah. Interesting. What about you, Mister? Yeah, I had a couple people that wanted to send in some topics mm. for the next discussion. Miss Word really enjoyed it from Instagram. Okay. Okay. People starting to tune in on Instagram. Sexy Southern Boy Cam. It's on as well. Hopefully, it's not intoxicated. Uh, <laughs> so today, today is, is I think it's gonna be fun. We don't need no impromptu commercial breaks today. <laughs> no, no, no. Talk about being put on the spot. What the fuck? Is that is that what liquor does for people? Give them courage. Yeah, I'm drinking it now. I'm not, I'm not one to talk, but I'm just saying. I'm guilty, but not in that aspect. We got some nice little sound effects. <laughs> We're going to have a good ASMR today. We're going to have some ASMR going on. I don't think he's going to smoke. I'm not fucking with y'all. Okay, so... Before we jump into, you know, our regular topic, we always like, like I said, talk about shit, but we're going to be trying something new. All right. So I don't know how many of you all, why are you rubbing on your breast? You okay? What Cam? Y'all see it? <laughs> <laughs> what Cam got to do with you rubbing on oh, your breast, man? Because oh. I love the podcast, actually, and I'm on my best behavior. Okay. Oh, no, you, oh gotcha. okay. You continue okay. listening and tune in. Um, what's up, what's up, Arkinus? So... Uh, we want to do like this little new thing. I don't know how many of y'all knew or know about the thing they call Mad Libs. Um, Mad Libs um, is a I don't how to I don't have to describe it. I remember growing up and we used to get them all the time, and it had these little funny stories and stuff like that. Uh, but we're gonna let you all participate in it, and we're gonna ask you certain things, what to give us, you know, adjectives, nouns verbs um, just whatever the word or whatever it is that we need for y'all y'all can get it or we'll fill it in ourselves but we're gonna and now once we get all the, the words we're gonna put the words and fill in the blank and then Naya's gonna do a wonderful job and read the story and uh, how it goes 
So if you could do a quick review. Yeah, can you put some more quick review on some more prepared? I'm gonna oh, eat that bag. <laughs> so if you could do a quick a quick review so that everyone knows what a noun is. Not saying y'all are slow, but we just want to make sure people understand what nouns and adjectives and verbs. Some of us is hooked on phonics. I admit to it. God are, damn it. Are you hooked on phonics? I went to the public school system. So you blaming that? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So you say. <laughs> so you say. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I mean, I went to a public school. You know? But not all school districts are made the same. So did you go to school in Chicago? Uh-huh. You you born and raised in Chicago? Uh-huh. CPS. Uh-huh. Chicago public school. I'm sorry to hear that. You know what's crazy? Because other places, when you say CPS. Stick with me on. No, pull up close, please. Oh, you didn't? Oh. <laughs> you know it's crazy because another place when you say CPS, you know it's child protective services. So you, you had to go here. through that too. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking questions here. That's I'm that's, not. That's somebody from St. Louis. Listen, we're 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 not trying hey. to trigger nobody's trauma, okay? <laughs> no trauma trigger. What's okay? good, T. Raven? Huh? We ain't gonna trigger nobody's trauma. No trauma trigger. No, right? no, no flashbacks. Please. So now, if you could go ahead and do a uh, read the Madlibs quick review, so people know what's going on. All right. So in case y'all forgot what an adjective, adverb, noun, and verbs are, here's a quick review. An adverb describes something or somebody. Something lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, short. An adjective. You skipped the top. I did. That's what I just said. You said adjective. adverb. So let's start off. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bed right here. Adjective describes something or somebody. Lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, short, or adjective. Description works. Uh-huh. Adverb tells how something is done. It modifies a verb and usually ends in an L-Y. Likely. Uh-huh. Stupidly. Stupidly. Greedily. Carefully. Fugly. <laughs> <laughs> now, a noun is the name of a person, place, or thing. Sidewalk, umbrella, bathtub, penis, dick, <laughs> booty. Sorry. Go ahead. Those are nouns. Hey. It's a it's a thing. You got a point. It's a, a person, place, or a thing. We know what Rockefeller's giving. <laughs> it's always gonna be nasty. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody's gotta do it. A verb is an action word. Okay. Run, pitch, fucking, <laughs> sucking, jump, jacking swim, off. But put the verbs. You getting hot over there? <laughs> <laughs> you need a fan. Uh, put you the verbs. Need, verb need me to come over there and sit by and. <laughs> you put the verbs in past tense if the direction say past tense. Ran, pitch, jump, swim are verbs in the past tense. So we ask for a place, we mean any short of a place, a country, city, or a room, an explanation point, or a silly word, if any sort of funny word, gas, grunt, ouch, ooch, wow, ick. <laughs> when we ask for specific words like numbers or colors, an animal or part of the body, we mean a word that is one of those things like seven, blue, horse, or head. 
getting head? Just head. Oh, just head. Okay. You like head? I love head. Yeah. Who doesn't like head? <laughs> Who doesn't like head? So Do you like we, head? So when we ask for plural, it means more than one. For example, cat is cats. With an S. Yes, all those people that speak an S. Right, you understand singular and plural. So would you, you want to do this one? Of is that the first one? Yeah. Okay, right so the first one that we're going to do is called the Space Shuttle. So Naya is going to ask for these list of words. So she'll say, give us a noun. If we don't get a noun from someone, like on Instagram Live, then one of us will give Naya a noun. And she'll write it in on the, the order that it goes in on there. Then she'll go, we'll give her a minute. We'll talk while she goes and fill it in. Then she'll go back and read it. All right. So y'all ready? Yeah, the moment's very real. <laughs> all right, so she needs a noun. Somebody give us a noun. We'll give you all a few seconds. Remember, a noun is a person, place, or thing. And you can be nasty. Uh, Professor Rock. I'm just saying. Remind the people, okay? Just a little. You know, that was always a thing, though. Everybody knew what a noun was. Like, that was probably one of the first things that was taught to you. I was taught one, two, three. Cat. All right. <laughs> What's the next one on the list? Plural noun. It's a plural noun. That means with an S. Pencils. Appreciate it, Jane. So, so, so Brazil. Hold on. We grown as hell. We need to make this, uh, what, this is PG-17. Yeah, can y'all amp it up a little bit and get a little rated R? Cats. Pencils. What is going on? Okay, cats. <laughs> pussies. <laughs> okay, and pencils is dicks. Yeah, yeah let's do dicks. So we're going to do dicks. Yeah, and, and then pussy, pussies. pussies. Wait, oh, pussy. It has to be dick. No, this is a plural. A plural. Noun. It's oh, a plural, and then so the noun, and then plural, mm -hmm. which is multiple nouns. And this is a verb ending in ing. Give us a verb, y'all. Ending in ing. A verb. Bouncing. Fucking. Fuck that works too. So fucking. <laughs> See, James said it too. Yeah, we're going to put fucking. Okay. I'm telling you, it's going to be some crazy shit when she fill this shit in. <laughs> <laughs> so we need a, another plural noun. A plural with is uh, plural noun. Um, dildos. Somebody put that out there earlier. I didn't remember that. Noun. Busting is not a noun. Easy, J. That's we need a city. Give us a city, y'all. Atlanta. Atlanta. There you go. All that happens down there. Everything happens. We need another plural noun. Give us another plural noun. Come on, Arcanus. Cheeks. Asses. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing PG-13, damn it. Uh, adjective. Come on, give us an adjective. Perf Professor Rock, you want to remind the people what an adjective is? It's a description. It describes something or somebody. Right. Funky. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. It's messy. That could be a next Now, y'all got pussies and dicks, and y'all talking about <laughs> funky. <laughs> I need a noun. We need another noun. Person, place, the thing. Come on with it. Uh, Sergio, what, what? Person, place, a thing. Don't hold your tongue on the show now. Come on. Something <laughs> or somebody. Or somebody. It can be. Who? I'm gonna drink. I need a number. Mm. I need another noun. Cardi B. Listen, 
John Basil. Leave him out of it. <laughs> that that motherfucker's already in the cup. No, I'm Look telling Sergio, maybe he I need needs to. Come on, come on, uh, Dante, give us an adjective. Sergio, what'd you say? Horse. That's a thing. It's a car. Horse. You said who? You still need an adjective? I need a, uh, two verbs. Riding. Riding. We need another verb. <laughs> I can't and I won't. <laughs> I'm very interested in this story. Stroking. <clears throat> Excuse me, I did that. I need another plural noun. You need a plural noun? Mm-hmm. All right. Multiple person places and things. Need another verb ending in ing. Give us a verb ending in ing. Swallowing. So which one? Drip down the side of me. What she said. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Drop down to get your legal on. Okay, fingering. And you need another one. I need a number. Twelve. There was twelve disciples. I need another adverb. We need another adverb. Adverb, anybody? Going once, going twice. You know what adverb is, right? Uh, Describing and acting. Why, why are you looking at me? I told y'all last as I was hooked split. on phonics. Spit. <laughs> <laughs> you need another now? Person, place, or thing? Uh-huh. Give me a place. Chicago. Did we do that? No, we did not. All right, bet. So, slow start, but it's cool because we're going to be doing this often at the beginning of episodes. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, when we come back, we have this filled in, and then Miss Monet, or maybe Dante, somebody's going to read this motherfucker because I can read it. Can you? Yeah. Without, like, losing it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's going to lose it. Gonna lose I think she's going to lose it. All right. Nah. So we're we going to go ahead and take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to get even deeper into it after we read this Mad Lib. And again, it's called The Space Show. This is going to be very interesting. We'll be right back. This is Rockefeller's Radio, Episode 3, Users. We'll be right back after this. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Rock Rockefeller, of course, representing Rockefeller's Entertainment, and I'm here to tell you at rocksboys.com you know about it you know what we bring you know what we represent got all those hot and sexy boys be sure to visit the site rocksboys.com right now you can sign up be a member favorite your videos favorite your favorite models all for a low price of $24.97 all right get online get off do your thing make sure you got your lube and shit because you already know what i give some of the hot and sexy boys once again Visit rocksboys.com today and become a member. Subscribe, join, get it. Greetings. My name is Dante Harris, and I'm the deputy CEO and co-founder of Acoma Alliance. 
Acuity BIPOC ran Grassroots 501c3 nonprofit organization that was founded with the core principles of a human first approach and remaining centered in the community. Right now, Acoma needs your help. Go to acomaalliance.org and go to the donate button. Whatever your heart tells you to donate, go ahead and send that through the website or you can go directly to pay.acomaalliance.org and make a donation that way. All right, what's up? Welcome back. Rockefeller's Radio, episode number three of season four. So Miss Monet has finally got this Mad Lib completed. And the title of this Mad Lib is The Space Shuttle. And we're going to have Miss Monet read it. Make sure people can hear you because this shit looks like it's funny. I don't even know how it sounds yet. But Sergio read the first one. He started cracking up. So I'm anxious. You ready? All right. Okay. In 1981, the U.S. launched the first real space pussy. It was named Columbia, and it was piloted by two brave dicks. They had practiced fucking for two years and were expert dildos. Columbia took off from Atlanta using its powerful first stage asses and soared into the funky blue Neil. At an altitude of 14 feet, it went into orbit around the Cardi B. But people watching from Earth, it was the whore sight to riding who could really stroke in that they were two orgies in space. It was mind-fingering. After 12 orbits, the shuttle landed splitting at an, air, at an Air Force in Chicago. It was coming day for the United States <laughs> Space Program. That is so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. What got me? <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it worse when somebody's name is actually in it. <laughs> Columbia took off from Atlanta using a powerful first stage asset. <laughs> and soar off into the funky blue Neil. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Can at you... an altitude of 14 feet. <laughs> read That's the, low as fuck. Read them, that, that first couple sentences again for me. In oh, 1989, uh -huh, the just U.S. The first two. launched the first real space pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it was named Columbia and was piloted by two brave dicks. <laughs> They practiced fucking for two years and were expert dildos. <laughs> Columbia took off from Atlanta oh my God. using its powerful first stage asses and soared off into the funky blue Neil. <laughs> At an altitude of 14 feet, it went into orbit around the Cardi B. For people watching from Earth, it was an asses or horse. It was horse. It was a horse sight to riding. Who could really stroking that there were two orgies in space? It was mind fingering. Not mind blowing. Right. I knew what it was. 
the 12th orbit, the shuttle landed, splitting at an Air Force Chicago. It was a coming day for United States Space Force. That is so nasty. Now, can you imagine that not having the vulgar language that it did? It was a coming day. It was a coming day. It was a coming day for Chicago. But it's the truth. And two two brave dicks. Had the pilot that space pussy. What? We missing something there. What we missing? Two brave dicks. Right. Two Richards. No. Two brave dicks. Talk about Richards. (laughs) Dicks. The dicks. No, they 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 actually soar off into, into the funky blue oh. deal. Yeah, that's yeah, that was the thing they flew in. It was funky. That was, was big. Blue. That's neat. That's like space. So it was like a color, a blue neal. Like a blue teal. Dot's blue neal. Where Dante is sitting over here just like I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> that's what it's speechless. <laughs> but that is mad live. That was our first one. That was the first one. Yeah. Well, we definitely gonna have to do another one of those when we, at least one, I think each each show. Um, well, we got plenty because the they cut, it's different ones every time. So the next one is this one. Newspaper article. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very nice. We might have to do one like at the beginning and then do one at the end. Yeah. And close I it out. So. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into it. Um. So. We all know what's been going on, I guess, with y'all, because we just did, you know, another episode the other day, but everybody been having a good day so far? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, just haven't seen you, Mr. Sergio, since you had put together a, um, I actually got a chance to see you actually your work. People have seen my work. I've seen your work. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it is, but it's still work. We all know what my work is. But I got a chance to see you, uh, Mr. Dior Couture. Yeah, because we were t- trying to figure out a brand name for your for your clothing line. That you, because you're known for putting together like. So what what do you do outside of your your real job? Because you like you sew, you put together like clothing and stuff like that, fabric. Like what? Explain that to us. Tell us what's up. <clears throat> So mm-hmm. create stuff. I don't really like to say like a pageant or an event. Mm-hmm. I'm never on the sewing machine consistently. Okay. So what I can say is that I can design. Okay. So you have to be in the mood for it, mm-hmm. and then or unless it's specifically for you. Correct. Okay. So, but this time when when I saw you were working on a piece for someone, Mercedes. Mercedes. I was I was gonna ask that. Yeah. Yeah, Mercedes. Yeah. Um. And a lot of you probably don't know who Mercedes is. You can follow her on social media. Just Google Mercedes Benz, the same. <laughs> well, they might Google and pull up a damn car. So they don't know what it is. So you were making a gown for Mercedes for a pageant that she was doing in Baltimore. Correct. Right. So the pictures, um, where can people see the photos that of the gown that you made for her? On, can they, are they on your page? Uh yeah, they're on my page, but I am not going to release that information. However, if you guys um, want to inquire about some of the gown, I suggest you reach out to me personally. I will send you my number and I will send you my pictures uh, because the person that wore the gown didn't wear it correctly and it was just a bunch of um, 
Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> when you say that word correctly. Yeah, there were specific instructions that were given. Um, you know, the gown is a very delicate gown. Mm-hmm. Now, I can admit it was made at the last minute, so the shell of the gown wasn't too, you know, hey, this is good quality. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a beautiful gown. Right. But yeah. it was still fragile. It was still some nicks and takes here and there mm-hmm. that, you know, can't be messed with. So I was you know, giving her specific instructions on how to take care of the gown post and prior mm-hmm. to the pageant. Mm-hmm. And this was important, I'm assuming, because at the same time, let, let's be real, at the end of the day, when somebody has a product of yours, it's still representing you, even though you're not there or you're not the person who's wearing it. You're the one that made it, of course. Well, let's be con- completely transparent. I'm sure most of us sitting here at this podcast table have seen the pictures of the... Um, the circus that she attended and the gown that she wore oh. Oh happened to be the the highlight of the evening. Yeah. So when you're amongst all the clowns in that particular picture and everyone looks like a clown but you, yes, everyone is going to come up to you and ask you who made your gown or did you look good? Mm-hmm. Oh, Sergio made my gown, but there's a tear in that because you didn't take care of this prior to the gown. Yeah, that uh, that that was a, a topic or a discussion. The fact that, um, and I and I I spoke on it because of some fact I saw you make it. There 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 was no issues in in the piece when you know she tried it on, she walked around in it, she laid down in it, not laid down, but she was like sitting on the couch or whatever because she was waiting um, for you to. We I forgot what we were doing, but we had to get something and then finish it, and there was nothing wrong with it. It was fine. Like there was nothing. There was no tears or anything. And I remember the specific instructions that were given, as far as like you know, you take it on the. Do not put it under the bus. You know, it needed to be on the bus with you and stuff like that. And I think that any time that somebody gives you specific instructions on a piece, especially if it's so delicate, that it's important to follow those instructions for the very reason to make sure that the piece doesn't get damaged. And as you stated that it was important that that was done, but apparently it wasn't. It wasn't, and not to mention, um, you know, <clears throat> she also went to McDonald's before the pageant and had a chicken sandwich and two Big Macs and a Sprite. Wait a minute. So wait the minute. dress is made of a <laughs> nylon sparkle material that causes the material to be stretched and it was stretched to the maximum extent. Really? And there was stuff going on. She said it. somebody stepped on the back. That's what happened. Somebody stepped on the back of the dress. So it wasn't the Big Mac. What? Well, no. No, the ten piece nugget. Now you being a ten no, piece nugget. What you said? I'm sorry. Ten piece nugget. The big. But I thought he said Big Mac. Said Big Mac too. Mm-hmm. Oh. But oh. no. In in, in 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 all realness, one of the things that that was pointed out is like people know like just like dancers before they get on the stage they don't go eating a lot of food because they don't want to load it when they get on the stage to dance so again if you know and especially the measurements or the fitting was done based on how you were at that time Mm -hmm. and if a person does which I guess more people don't and Naya you would have something because you you do a lot of performance you wear your your gowns very nice Oh, that's my best friend. So I didn't like that. I just want to put that. <laughs> <laughs> but she don't like girls. So I love women. 
not, I love my best friend, but just not right. that way. Oh, I'm sorry. No. We have an, um, a notification from Mercedes, um, not the Benz, but <laughs> she said, and I did not have no Big Mac. It was just one sandwich, which was a small breakfast sandwich. That's clarification. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> it was a well, small... Well, somebody else said on IG, mm-hmm. oh, not McDonald's before the pageant. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Hey, what's up, Phoenix? Um, and, and again, I'm going back to like what I said before, it's still important if you know that you're going to be putting on a particular piece and you were fitted for that piece based on what you were at the time of the fitting, that you shouldn't probably be eating anything. Like, maybe drinking a shake. Not a milkshake. Water and gummy bears. It's the same diet. Really? I thought that was the bottoms diet. It's the same diet. Oh, no, it's the same oh. diet as the bottom. Oh. Right, there you go. Oh. Okay. Now you know something new. You can start doing gummy bears and water. Oh, I don't get down like that. Phoenix on IG said, of course they couldn't always make you slim. What is he referring to? Who is that? Phoenix? Phoenix, Phoenix. said a corset. Can so could she have worn a corset? And was that, would you, do you think that would have helped? <laughs> a certain extent, Lisa. So. What happens with a corset is it just brings you in in a certain area and gives you more of a female figure. It gives you more of a slim female figure hourglass shape. So that that would have helped a little. Yeah, but this wasn't an hourglass shape. It was more of a wine glass. So you know the like corset wasn't going to do too much. I, I like wine. Well, Phoenix says they prefer the TikTok Tic Tac diet. Oh, not eat the shit. Yep. Well, damn. <laughs> well, so like this. Th- well, let me ask you this: this, this. Do you normally charge for doing stuff like this? I do. Absolutely. What, what the, was, I said, what's the price? Yeah, I was gonna say, what was the what was the price value of this of this gown? The price value of this gown, <laughs> including talking, labor, including labor. See, I was going to get and any material that you might have paid. Absolutely. So. I'm going to be completely honest. The fabric came from, well, the shell of the dress came from a pageant that I did. I don't dress up, you know, as a girl when I do pageants. I compete as a male. So my presentation consisted of a cape with a long um, glittery material of blue in the back. It was really cute. However, um, I was being nice and she reached out to me. She said that she did not have a gown. So I went in my closet and I basically tore apart my presentation that I had kicked um, someone's ass on at the pageant. So um, I used that same fabric and I made the shell of her gown. However, we took a trip to the fabric store and I spent how much in the store? Um, $165. $165 on fur and also horse hair to go up under the dress to make it pretty. So with that, with labor and the cost of, you know, the money that I spent on my fabric at the time I did my pageant, plus the applique, um, I would say that's a $450 gown. Plus labor, I would go probably up to $600. Mind you, um, at the time I was constructing the gown, we started around 11 a.m. and we did not get done till a little after 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much like a whole day. What you know, King it, Neil Debonair on Instagram said the dress sis was amazing. He pluralized that. I only made one dress. Maybe there was a typo. Right. A 
the dress was amazing. The dress was amazing. The dress was amazing. I, I, I'll say that. Not even just because of being interested in you do it, but when I saw it, like, in the photos, in the video, I was like, that motherfucker's standing out. Like, it it, it captured, <laughs> especially when you look at it, it amongst, amongst the people that she was standing with, it helps you really focus on how the dress was designed. Oh, yeah, he clarified like. it was a, a type of stuff. The dress was amazing. Yeah, so I mean, but we we seen the photos. <clears throat> Her standing next to the people that she was standing next to, like the color, you couldn't see the things that they said was wrong with the dress because right. it was the color wise or how it would look on the photos. It did look amazing compared to the people she was standing next to. Well, how bad was the people next to her? Oh. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have to take. But a it break. was still amazing. Because I want to show you the picture first. It no, was, it was still no shade. Amazing. It was amazing, but I have to show you the picture first so that you can get a contrast of why I oh. say what I see. Okay, because Sergio called them clowns, and, oh. and then you said, "Okay, the I people sh- next to her." Sorry, clowns was a um, an upgrade. I meant to say rodents. Oh. So Phoenix, no, uh, this was a pageant in Maryland called New Faces of Maryland. Uh, It was in Baltimore, Maryland. So I guess one of the things to keep in mind and kind of to learn from this is that when you have someone that I think goes the extra mile to do something for you, um, especially when when they go uh, uh, Dante's taking a look at the picture when the person goes the extra mile to to do something for you to help you out so that it's important to make sure that you follow the instructions that they gave you to make sure that you maintain um, I, the structure I, I, yeah, I knew of the, you was going to zoom in this is a motherfucker that zoomed <laughs> in uh, that wasn't a pageant that was a CDC pep rally so before CDC <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just caught on what she was saying. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm, we, we, when we take the break, we gonna take a break. When we take, when we take the break, y'all can play around with that and look at the, look at the, look at the picture. So what I was saying was that when someone does something for you, you know what I'm saying, it's important to follow the instructions to make sure that the integrity of the piece is sustained and it remains Absolutely. stable. And then if there's other instructions that were given to you, like maybe. Make sure you try it on. If people are going to be helping you, who's the person that's going to help you put the dress on? That way the person, you know, you you do it before you go. I don't know if she did or didn't try the piece on before she left, although I know it was said that she should. And that way the person that was going to help her gets familiar with how to put it on. Well, we do have an update um, on Mercedes, not the Benz. She said the instructions were followed, um, so I'm not understanding well, I I don't know, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But from what I gathered and what was told to me was that the gown was put under the Greyhound bus, and it wasn't taken on the bus, which was told that she needs to take it on the bus and put it in a seat and carry it with her. But that supposedly was not done. Um, if that was not done, Mercedes, wherever you are, then you know you might want to reach out to your brother, um, and figure out why that was said because that's what was told and i say that <clears throat> of course not to be messy but i i sat here for 12 hours with him and watched him put that 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 gown together and watched you try it on 
and it, it was fine. You know what I'm saying? I just I was just like kind of shocked when it said that you know this was happening, this was going on, this was ripping, this was tearing, this was falling apart. I'm like, wait, what? Like that wasn't going on when it was being tried on. So anyway, um, yes. So whether the instructions, if the, I feel that if the instructions were followed, none of that would have happened. But if you say that it did, because I wasn't there, so I can't speak as a on the wall, but the information that had got back to me, you know, was, was what it was. But good for you, Sergio, that you that you did that shit. Congratulations on making that. So so before we go to the break, so does she get to keep it or does she get charged for that? Um, yes, uh, my decision on letting her keep it was based on... Oh, so she did get to keep it? Yeah. Oh, it was, that's what's up. It was based on the fact that she's new to the community as a parent mm-hmm. and... Um, she doesn't have very, you know, beautiful garments to wear, so I gifted her with the gown. At first, that wasn't my decision. I wanted her to return it so I could sell it, or she could have paid an increment to Klarna or something. Did you take Klarna? Whatever she qualifies for, EBT, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, I just went ahead and let her oh have it, and it's a blessing to her when she needs it. I'm going to get some more back. Yeah, that's 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 that is a very kind gesture. I mean, that's a nice fucking dress. So, especially at the value and stuff like that. So, we'll go ahead and take a quick break. This is Rockefeller's Radio, episode three. When we come back, we're gonna be jumping into our topic: users knowing when you're being taken advantage of. We'll talk to y'all soon. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Rock Rockefeller, of course, representing Rockefeller's Entertainment. And I'm here to tell you that rocksboys.com, you know about it. You know what we bring. You know what we represent. Got all those hot and sexy boys. Be sure to visit the site, rocksboys.com. Right now, you can sign up, be a member, favorite your videos, favorite your favorite models, all for a low price of $24.97. All right? Get online. Get off. Do your thing. Make sure you got your lube and shit because... You already know what I give some of the hot and sexy boys. Once again, visit rocksboys.com today and become a member. Subscribe, join, get it. All right, all right, all right. We're back. So we can go ahead and kick off this episode. Topic for today is users knowing when you're being taken advantage of. So I'm pretty sure all of us have been in a situation where we've dealt with people. She's starting out ahead already, but we dealt with people. <laughs> and if you, you know what? I'm gonna let you have that because I'm gonna have to define it for you. Because So people, you, you have a sense of what you, everybody know what a user is, right? Person that continuously come to you when they need something and you give, right? And then they come back and they ask again. They may try to have a little conversation with you, but then they do it again and again and again and again and again. Well, I do have that, but that family. Well, let me finish doing the introduction and then we can talk about it. <laughs> She's not used to being a co-host. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't resist that. So that's what I want to go. I mean, you may not feel the thing that you have, but you probably have and don't know it. Or you don't look at it as if they're using you. You may look at it as that you're being a mother or you're being a friend or you're being 
a what is it a daughter or some shit like that but i think people go through it but the whole thing is sometimes a lot of us don't recognize when the person's actually taking advantage of you you know because you think that you're helping them but you're actually making the situation worse so i want to start with our guest today mr sergio dior name a time and give us a little bit of how it went down and did you you know well have you ever been you have you ever felt that you've been used before or taken advantage of Okay, give us give us a scenario. Okay, um, so <clears throat> in my last no sugar coating shade, in my last relationship, um, my relationship wasn't based on um, how big my heart is. It was more so of my looks and my wallet. Mm-hmm. So the way I found out that I was being used was this particular individual would keep coming to me for favors. Let me borrow twenty and thirty dollars here and there. And I'll this was you. a person you were dating. Yes. Okay. And I'll pay you back on Thursday. Now. I was looking forward to that repayment because for one, we had just started dating and I don't know you from a can of paint. Mm-hmm. So therefore, there's no assurity, right? Right. Like, okay, I'm going to trust that you're going to accept my blessing without me having a problem with you, you know, not repaying it back. Mm-hmm. That, that was non-existent. So he, um, he continuously kept, he kept doing it. And even after we broke up, it was just all sad stop stories. I broke my shoulder. I'm sick. My sister didn't pay her half of the phone bill. My phone is off. And, you know, can I borrow 20 and $30 here and there mm-hmm. again? So what made you continue to do it even after he was doing the first few times? Like, what what was it that he did or said or how he, was it how he said it or asked for it that was, made you be like, hey, okay, well, yeah, I'll do it? Knowing what the outcome would be, what made you continue to move forward and helping that person? I'm the type of person I don't want people. Okay, let me just say this: we, as we all know, tomorrow isn't promised, right? Right. right. I don't want anyone to leave my vicinity or leave this world thinking of me bad. Like, hey, he didn't do this for me, and he didn't do that for me. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm a rich bitch and I can take care of everybody because I definitely can't, but. If I can do for you, I will, despite of what our connection is, despite of what the situation is that you're going through. Mm-hmm. I want to help. I want to be that person. And my mom always taught me growing up, as many blessings as you give out, you will receive more in return. And thus far, that has been happening to me. So I can't be the person to say that, hey, I'm not going to give you shit because like, we don't got nothing to do with each other no more. And you're being lazy. You're not going to work like an average adult. X, Y, and Z. It's a lot of it's a lot that factors into why he needs this money, mm-hmm. um, which is his business. Right. Um, however, I just I help out when I can. Well, do you think? Um, and then I, as I look at you, when they're gonna say something, but even I'm gonna just uh, read what uh, the twelve love said. You, I believe you give yourself away. No one can use you. I disagree. You know. Um, but before I come back to 
that. Um, so, and, it, and it's curious that you say it like that because you would, you not gonna say live in fear, but you would be in fear. Like if I don't do this for this person, I'm not going to get my blessing. Absolutely. You feel that. So for me, I wouldn't want to put my blessings in the hand of a person that's doing me like that. Because I feel if I, if I, if I'm going to walk around and feel that because I'm always helping this person out and I'm doing for them, if that one time that I don't do for them, I'm not going to get my blessings. At that point, I become a prisoner and at this person's mercy. That's something I could not do because I feel at a certain point, it's like, okay, you know what? I've done all I could do. I've helped you the best that I can, but I cannot continue doing that because you're, you're using me as a crutch and I, I can't be your crutch, especially if we're not together, we're not on that level. I'm feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. I'm still going to get my blessings. It may not be through helping you, mm-hmm. but through helping somebody else. So did you, I mean, is this person still come around? Like this still person still asks you for favors? No, um, he no longer asks me for, for favors, but we still, you know, communicate here and there. Mm-hmm. You ever feel like it'll it'll come around? That they'll. Is, yeah. That sounded bad. <laughs> Make it worse. It's itching. Ooh, what the fuck? <laughs> it ain't what y'all think it is. <laughs> I like that. Oh god, no, Dante. Uh. What was that? She said her pussy was burning. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not for real. And I'm sitting next to <laughs> No, I don't smell nothing. Smell like the botanical gardens over here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dante. Yes, sir. What about one? You ever had an encounter like that? You know. With that 50%? <laughs> I wouldn't. I, w- I would say that people took advantage. I wouldn't say that I was used. I say that people took advantage of my kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't like to think of it as me being used because, you know, in in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to give. I'm going to give. Right. Like Sergio said, you know, I'm going to give. and um, Not necessarily for, for blessings because... I've long since uh, detached myself from, um, you know, the mindset that was uh, molded and shaped by modern day religion. And so um, I kind of stepped away from that and thinking that um, my blessings are, are tied into like how I tie into other people. And so, but I, you know, I, out of the kindness of my heart, like if I meet someone and I hit it off with them, and they just so happen to go through hard times, you know, in the process of me getting to know them. Red flag, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, no, no, I'm not, at this moment, I'm not building because then you you dig into my, in my pockets. Mm. So I got a problem. Oh, so you I stop construction. Oh, yeah. Instead <laughs> put, put all construction on pause. Exactly, exactly, because this, at this point, this project has went over budget. <laughs> it's already over budget at this part. At this point, go so, hear HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I've definitely oh you know, and I don't, I don't really like being used. Like I mentioned uh, in the previous uh, episode before, um, 
I came from some very strong black women. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing about it is that, you know, can nobody use them? And so, well, what, what am I trying to say? Um, so, while I saw myself as this person to give and, and be the, a provider and all that to my partners, because that's what my, you know, grandmothers expected out of their partners. One thing about it is that I just could never, because we're men, and most of my relationships I have been in has been with other men. And so, because we're both men, mm-hmm. there's just like this, like, expectation that you have to be moving the way that I move. So, if I'm out making money, you got to make money too. Right? Right. And so... You know, but, you know, like Naya said before, you know, sometimes people follow hard times. What did she say? Well, she said this in a, another uh, episode. Oh, she ain't said shit episodes. yet. Right. <laughs> she ain't said a damn thing. Luke, good to you, Charlie. In, in another conversation. First, so. In another conversation. <laughs> right. In another conversation. Sorry. <laughs> Shit to give you. Shaky Sean. A little kiki. <laughs> That's love. But, yeah. <laughs> People might fi- follow hard times, and so you know, I don't want to. You know, once you once you in it with them, it's kind of like, like it's it's a thin line between I, helping see, and, that, and being you. I'm sorry. Time out. Fuck that. Look. Yeah. Okay. Flag. People uh, follow hard times, but that's the same excuse that is used all the time, all the time. And like, I'm like you. I'm like Naya. I'm like Sergio. I have a big heart. You know what I'm saying? She's very. I'm trying to have big heart. Or... How cold is yours? <laughs> Ice, motherfucker. <laughs> you you try, <laughs> try me today. At this point, oh, but it, 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 I'm the Grinch. I think it because people like us have big hearts. Sometimes we can become, I think, blind to the fact and ignore the fact that we're actually being used, where we think we're actually trying to be nice. Cause we're doing so much to help the person going back to what the one what the, the 12 love said before we cut to a break he said i believe you give yourself away no one can use you and i said i disagree people can use you you don't give yourself to anyone because you're not you're not giving that person you're trying to assist and help them i think the blame goes to the person for continuously asking you for help but not taking into consideration what you might be going through financially emotionally, medically, whatever, but because you helped them out those first 10 times, they feel that they can turn around and circle back to you and always ask you. We want to pick up and continue on this. We're going to take a quick break. We'll jump right back into users knowing what you're being taken advantage of. Right here on Rockefeller's Radio. Greetings. My name is Dante Harris. And I'm the deputy CEO and co-founder of Acoma Alliance, a QT BIPOC-ran grassroots 501c3 nonprofit organization that was founded with the core principles of a human-first approach and remaining centered in the community. Right now, Acoma needs your help. Go to acomaalliance.org and go to the donate button. Whatever your heart tells you to donate, go ahead and send that through the website or you can go directly to pay.acomaalliance.org and make a donation that way. All right, welcome back, everybody. If you're just now tuning in, 
course you're not because you're listening to it this is already pre-recorded but anyway <laughs> such an ass such an ass um we're talking about users and knowing what you've been taking advantage of i want to jump on my instagram live real quick and uh, read some of the comments um J. Rayvon said, people will only do what you allow if they can't take no as an answer. They're naive to the ways of life and lack empathy towards others, which I agree. People do that. You ever had that happen? Like somebody will ask you for something, and then if you say no, I don't have it, they like automatically act like they know what your bank account is. <laughs> That's my Dunkin' Donuts guy. <laughs> And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? How, what do you mean I got it? What, I mean, what are you basing your information off of? Who, who told you? Did you, you got access to my account? <laughs> you could just a lot of games and don't be a fraud. But they they get mad and they get their feelings versus if you give it to them, they're cool. But they probably see you walking around with a new Rockefeller hat or some Shut new shoes. What, what, what? But that is for me. <laughs> I mean, but still, how, where you get the money from? Don't they, give, oh, what, they know you're a business owner. Dang, I should do it. You probably got a different car every week. Dang, I should do it. I'm just saying, people notice things, so that's what they're basing off that you, know, you got the money. Thank you. They assume assumptions. assumptions. Tend to make an ass out of you and other and other individuals. Thank okay, you. Thank you. Let me find out. We're gonna have to have a, a, a fucking third co-host. You know, be crazy, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's your unrelated uncles, too. Huh? You know your unrelated uncles on the street. Hey, oh. nephew. Yeah. Hey, nephew. Who I the know fuck you. is you? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know you. you got a nephew. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's every, every Thursday and Saturday night right outside the club. Is it? Oh, hey. <laughs> Call me nephew, motherfucker. I don't what? know you. Come on, nephew. I'm trying to give me a slip of my leg. Yeah. Come on. Missy Poo, I know you got it. You yeah, in there come shaking on. it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I seen you. I seen you with the shoe. Look at you in your sparkly shoes. Come on, Ooh. come on, bro. You're let me, let me open nice. up that car door for you. I'm good, nigga. Back the fuck up. Okay. You should open up my damn car door. <laughs> fucking wrong. <laughs> your windshield look a little dusty. Let me clean it before you got two dollars. <laughs> you clean that windshield for nothing, motherfucker. Cause I ain't got shit for you. But it's the the asset for exact change. <laughs> I need a dollar and fifty two cents. <laughs> Bitch, what? What are you finna buy? Oh, a uh, two eleven. I'm yeah, telling you, I'm saying thirty two cents. That's that thirty two cents. Just short of a dollar. I know you're good for it. Come on now, I know you're good for it. Just you got all that change in the bottom of your cup holder. Just thirty two cents. I mean, even then, I mean, I had to drag on. But even some of the the people that we see on say that are homeless are ungrateful. Oh, please don't get into that. <laughs> just like because we just we just had a situation. We were driving so. <laughs> Mind you, we do have conversations outside of the podcast, and he be trying to save everything, but it's so funny because, I don't know, something compelled me to give this lady a dollar. But when I tell you, my best friend, Are you? your co-host who was sitting on the passenger side, because we was on the way to come pick you up, and this lady... When no. I tell you it was eating them puff inside, like, we had to have the whole conversation all the way to Taco Bell. Like, I... I, I, Taco Bell was the reason why he shut up. <laughs> oh, you, you, Had we not stopped at Taco Bell? You made a run for the border and then yes. shut him up? <laughs> no, I was going to leave it alone regardless of wherever we went. Cause that Lies. Was, you were sitting gonna... in the car. You was like, you know what? I know this is where it's going to go, but it keep eating at me, so I got to say it now because if I don't say it now, it's going to keep going. And I'm no, like, so I after... just felt compelled to get for a dollar. 
After, you gonna mess up my blessing because I felt compelled to give her a dollar. See, see that we going again tying our blessings. But that's me. That's <laughs> not you. Under, understandable. I listen. So what happened with the lady? First of all, I tell I tell you about it when we go off air. But uh, <laughs> once I, I made my speculations mm-hmm. on this individual's appearances, ethnic background, mm-hmm. appearances. You did. Yes, he did. Appearances. You judged her on her yeah. own thing. Yes. And so, huh? Huh? Because <laughs> no. she was this color. <laughs> no. He was like, huh? <laughs> I ain't say nothing about color. I ain't say nothing about color. No, but I'm saying that's what it was. Because that was the conversation we had in the car. It was about color. And so. Because <laughs> you gave a black man $20. Your last $20. Now, oh. you want to be technical. Well, hold on. And something compelled you to give him your last twenty dollars because you don't carry cash. Disclaimer: so before, what's the, well, It on, wasn't what's, my what's, last twenty dollars. But that's what you had in so, cash. That's all I had in cash. But, but you gave him twenty dollars. But what happened to the lady? How do we get? How do we get the twenty dollars from the dollar? What happened to the lady? Oh, yeah. So that's why you didn't do it. No, because he had a hard time. He's like, "What are you doing? What are you reaching for? What? 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 What's going on?" Let me tell you something. And, he almost and, didn't let me roll my window down. Oh, you were trying to reach across. The- <laughs> no, I was reaching across him because she was on the passenger side, and he didn't. It's my car. He oh didn't my. want to let me roll my window down. Oh my goodness, ma'am! I respect you in your car. You are a beautiful black woman, and you could do whatever you please. Not that day. In your vehicle. And and wherever she could have been in my vehicle, I could. I'm not. He probably would have locked the. I'm window. not putting no paws on no black woman. Yeah, lies. He would have locked I'm the not window. Putting no, you should have seen him in the car. Me trying to give this lady a dollar. I can imagine seeing Dante in the car trying to stop you. Probably reaching across and jumping. Did your seatbelt come unbuckled? No, my seatbelt was completely fastened. So you didn't get about your seat? No, but I, he, I didn't oh, get a Oh, baby, he was reaching. Because he looked at me. And, you know, I keep my purse close to me. So I'm reaching no. and digging. <laughs> no, let me tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. Because I see, I saw the lady. Now you want to tell me. And then after, out in my peripherals, I seen Naya jerk. <laughs> and so, mind you, we driving, right? She pulling up to the, she ain't even got to the stoplight completely. She go, she reaching. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> You was already prepping to give the money to her? I seen the lady coming down the ramp. So as we got off the exit. And I'm going to tell you my real issue. My real issue. And this, this was my real issue. Mm-hmm. The lady was a substance user. And you want to ask me how I know. <laughs> okay. You want to ask me how I know. <laughs> I'm going to disclose a little bit. The advocacy work that yeah. he's done for so many years. Yes. And, 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 and personal lived experience mm-hmm. with different individuals mm-hmm. who. You've um, dated. So you profile this person? Uh-huh. Not, hold on, not that yeah. I dated. Oh yeah, but I'm no, I did t- not profile the person. You I did not lie. profile. Well, how did you? I did. Come, I did how, it. How did you come to the, the conclusion that, that she was a user? user? First of all, and when when I say hold on, so for clarification, y'all, <laughs> when we say user, we're not talking about the user we were supposed to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly, at this particular we're, point, we're that's clearly what he felt. we clearly skeeted off a little bit. Well, we killer skeeted no, off. Skeeted. We fell off. But yeah, so that drug user. Not a user. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right. Your spider sense was tingling. No, my spider <laughs> sense was not tingling. But based on her movements, <laughs> the way that she was carrying herself, mm-hmm. all right, how her hair was kept, and her voice, mm-hmm. and how she engaged in conversation with us, 
Y'all had a conversation. With no. Her. Well, I heard her talking. She she, she spoke was saying to thank us. you. Like, oh my God, thank you so much. So you stopped her from giving this woman a oh. dollar based no. on how she walked down the ramp. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on now. It's definitely giving me. Where's Judge Mathis at? Because he know a crackhead when he see one. Okay, I know I'm not the only one. Judge Mathis tell you real quick. Are you a crackhead? I'm just saying. Like, but he was not there in the car. What I'm saying to you in the car, baby, you was the judge and the jury. No. And a prosecutor. And probably no, the defense. I wasn't judging the jury and nobody. Yes, you was. was. So, what I'm confusing is, okay, outside of the work that you have done in the community for you know these people with these issues, how did you know that this woman was a pregnant? Because oh she could have got hit by a semi-truck and got fucked up, looked fucked up, clothes dirty. She could have slept in a graveyard the night before. How do we know? You, or she could have... Are you from she Chicago? Could, she could have found and met somebody who was only given 50% of the relationship, and it just kind of fell apart. <laughs> okay, y'all. So now now they try to make me out to be a bad no, guy. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just speaking realistic. How do we know? You can help us understand. That's all. I just want to know. Because... <laughs> Let me tell you something. I grew up in Chicago, mm-hmm. on the west side, to be exact. Mm-hmm. I think I know a crackhead when I see a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, just like technology, uh, you know, advances every day, mm-hmm. I feel like these people out here on the street advance every day, and not all of them that look like crackheads are crackheads. That's true. You're right. That's she true. almost fooled me. She almost fooled me. <laughs> she, almost, you know she almost got you. <laughs> I don't have time for the shenanigans. What I do want to do, though. And uh, substitute, I'm sorry. I just no, want no, to throw no. this out there. Yeah. That uh, we are not poking fun or making fun of people with substance use issues. As a matter of fact, um, you can go on the Coma Alliance website, and there are some uh, helplines for individuals who are experiencing substance use. A uh, Coma Alliance? My gosh. What is that? You know what? So at some point during this podcast, you'll probably uh, hear a commercial or a plugger from Acoma Alliance. So uh, whenever you hear it, make sure you uh, follow the instructions. Follow the instructions. <laughs> and make sure you, if you see a woman stumbling down the ramp, looking like a crackhead, that you give her a dollar. <laughs> Quarter this one. But I want to jump back on because we definitely missed somebody that did not get a chance to talk about her experience in dealing with using or people users. So if you could, Miss Nayone, you you experience things of people using or taking advantage of you? Yeah, this one. Who, who is that? Because the people that's no listening. Idea. They can't see. Yeah. Oh, they can't see Sergio? He was on live. That was alive. So, yeah, to tell us your experience in dealing with people. My experience is different because mine usually stem from family members. Like, I I know for a fact what a user is because I grew up around it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even to this day, I just feel compelled to help this person every time that they call. Like, you know, one one time they was like, oh, I'm going to send you this because I owe you this. But literally 24 hours later, oh, I need you to send it back to me. Damn. We, We still talking about Sergio? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, soldier. I didn't mean to put you out like that. Babe. No, he, I, no. I, but this this one, this person is uh, near and dear to my heart, and I love them to death, and I will do anything for them. But it's unfortunate. This is 
this is the reality of the situation. I thought you pulled me a violin out your pocket. Mm-mm. I'm going to have Siri play some soft music for what you. What did you say? His, <laughs> his violin. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. I added it in there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you toss in a little, little raindrops in the background? Absolutely. So, you know, I get it. And I think because I feel, well, I felt, well, I feel obligated mm-hmm. to constantly be there for people. I don't know. I think it's just who I am as a person. I've always wanted to help people. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I got into doing social service work. It's because I wanted to be that particular person that would be able to help someone get to the level. Because I grew up in the system. So I've been around drug abusers, drug users. I've been around game bangers. And I've been around abuse, neglect, and all of those things. So I know what the signs are. I kind of ignore it because I just care too much. And there's been times where even my best friend used to say like, I don't know what you have to do, but this is not good for you. You got to kind of cut people off. You got to kind of do something because you're going to wear yourself out. Always trying to be there for people. So, I mean, it's it's a process that I'm learning. To become a better person. That's why I don't do resolutions. I just try to focus on me and becoming a better me. Um, and I think that I think that helps sometimes too when you because we we all uh, apparently us we get carried away with not being able to stop. But see, I I'm not saying you can't. You can't say Sergio can't or Dante. But I developed that habit because I got tired of it happening. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I would sit back and be like, you know, I'm always doing shit to help this motherfucker, but like, they don't call and check on me. Like, they don't know if I was sick or if I was going through something. Like, you didn't check in and say, hey, what's up? I heard about this. Are you doing okay? But yet, when you need something for yourself, that's when you feel the need to call and say, or send a text, hey, how you doing? Good, chilling, what's going on? Nothing. Then you know the next text because you see the little delayed bubbles. This motherfucker for that was a fucking yeah. money. It's like, do you think I could brought... No. Like, no. But that's what I'm saying. I know those signs because I get that all the time. Like, there could, I've had to have a hard conversation with this person. I'd be like, well, listen. The only thing I've ever asked from you is for you to call and text to see how I'm doing. Yeah. That's it. That's Especially not asking much. Especially when you haven't played the part in my life like you should have. So mm-hmm. it's like, the least you could do is say, hey, bald head bitch, how you doing? You yeah, good? Yeah, yeah. You would... need, I mean, even if you can't give it, you can at least say, what you need, you good? Mm-hmm. And then let me tell you, say, no, I'm cool. But... Hey, bald head bitch, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me hold $100. <laughs> yeah. Catch me in two weeks. Can you say that I didn't check on you? <laughs> right. But... but I think that that's the issue, like I said, is, my birthday can go past and it'd be like, oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. But you never forget to ask me for something. You never exactly. forget. Exactly. And then you get upset. It's like, oh, nobody really cares about me. Nobody loves me because I won't stop what I'm doing. I won't break my neck for you. Mm-hmm. But I do every other time. So is that time not good enough? I mean, but then you have to decide whether you start, again, cutting these people off. Because for me, it, it takes that. Like, I, I'm going to have to stop fucking with you. Because the only time that you reach out and say what's up is when you need or want something. 
And it's to me, that's that's that work in progress, my it's ass. It's a work in progress because these are people that are dearest to us, and it's the void. Well, I guess, yeah, if you're talking about family, or you're talking about like associates or people that you just kind of come into contact with from time to time. Because I've seen people around us that it they turn into a habit. I'll say... I, I I'll, I'll say so. You know, I need something. Ser- Sergio being Sergio. messy. He, he being a little messy. Why now. am I like to try to put me on the spot? <laughs> like I got the lasso of truth wrapped around me or something. He's like anybody specific. Pull it tight. I want to know the names too. <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll say this. So with my, with me and my family and um, no, ma'am. <laughs> Cause he just looked all over here. You got nothing to do with him. Um, I say with my, fa- you know, he in my business. I I love my family to death. I love each and every one of my family members. Mm-hmm. But you know, the the thing is that I think a lot of us are, you know, especially black people, we're in this mindset where we just, you know, gotta be there for our families, right? And and that's cool. And you know, this might be the uh, unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but we don't have to be right you know um especially for adults who don't have any children right like your your mother but not to cut you off that's the key thing adults that's what gets me you are a fucking adult Mm -hmm. and you're constantly asking another adult to help you with something like you're over the age of 21 and every time you turn around there's a favor to be asked there's something that needs to be done and because this person has a big ass fucking heart of gold, they're likely going to do it unless they got somebody like me standing around. Uh-oh. Then I'm going to be like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Or no. Uh, yeah, you can come and pick me up and I'll ride with you, but we're not riding where this person needs you to come to do something. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to still turn around. It's grown as fuck. You're like, what, 30? No, no. I'm, just, I'm, just being, I'm being, I'm being very general. Sergio trying to get down to the nitty gritty. Inquiring minds want to know: Are you related to Wendy Williams, sir? Oh, oh but see, this is it. the conversation that we've had, and the issue that I keep trying to tell you. Yeah, let's let's go. Hell, you you yeah. you done turned. Hold on, she done turned her chair. And, I did, and looked at me directly. We gonna we, we gonna we gonna now we gonna go I, here. You go with this loaded we're, gun. Then. <laughs> you and this motherfucker right here. Why you pointing me out? I ain't had episode, nothing to say to you no, all no, no, episode. No, 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 you're lying. The last episode. This episode. No, no, not this. It's a new day. The one before. This is a new you. Pocket loaded your gun as well. So now that you got yours pointed at me. Regardless of whether the person is adult, like I told him, y'all asking for too much. Me as a role model and mm-hmm. as a gay parent mm-hmm. in the community, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm obligated, but this is a responsibility that I agree to help someone be able to get on their feet. You're not are, a gay are they, parent. Are they walking? We're not talking about physical on their feet, but oh. sometimes okay. people need <laughs> extra <laughs> But with your rude ass. But people need extra support. So whether it is chosen family, Mm -hmm. given family, Mm -hmm. blood related, or whatever the case may be is, at the end of the day, this is the road that I chose Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm playing my part right. in helping a person receive the resources that they need. Okay. Ma'am. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna you, let you, you tried go. you tried him. He did. She did. And you tried he, to slick it he, in there. Now ask me and my gay a gay parent. Uh, yeah, we was gonna get we, on. We, but we, we, so you differ the way you function as a gay parent and as a role model in the LGBTQIA community is different than I am. Well, my my thing is continuously providing, 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 and giving, giving, giving is not helping. As a parent, I don't think that's helping. Whether you're a gay, but I'm not. I'm, but I'm not always giving, giving, giving. He tried to make it seem like that, but that's not the case. Ma'am, you are a very giving individual. You are. If I could put you in the in the backyard, (laughs) your feet would be planted in the ground, and I would call you the giving tree. Cause you do, and that's not. I'm not. It's it's, it's not an attack, because, and, and that's the thing. We can be, we can sometimes be bad for ourselves, you know. Meaning, we fall victim to ourselves because of how nice we are to people. But at the same time, Sergio made a good point, is that you have to know when to stop giving. Because this goes back to the whole adult thing, right? For me, another adult, I cannot help another adult. I can assist. I can put in your mental that, hey, this is what we need to do. But you need to initiate it first in order for me to help you. That's not necessarily true because some adults still need you to hold your hand. We've learned this. You can attest to that because a lot of times the way these programs are set up, they're set up to where at 24 or 25, you're supposed to have it together. And we know that that's not true because everybody learns different. So the way that you comprehend and grasp things is going to be different okay, from the well, next person. Well, then that's just one area. We're talking about programs. We're talking about... But that's the same thing as me providing that resources, always giving a person. If I'm always giving you the resources, sometimes, too, you have to show a person how to utilize the resources. But, sometimes but, people need repetition. But what I, what I want to do... <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, y'all. What what I'm what I'm gearing at, because even with the nonprofit organization that me and uh, Dante was talking about with the Coma Alliance, is that we're going to be providing resources and and ways to help people in the community. That's different because people are coming because they need a particular help. When we're talking about outside of that, not because of the a particular mandate or bylaw that an organization is based off of, but you as an individual. I'm my own organization. Without you being your own organization, not even labeled that you are a human being, you are a person, right? As an individual, you when you go home and your whether it be your gay children or your family whoever reach out to you, they're not calling a one eight hundred number. They're calling Naya. They're not asking to speak with your supervisor. She, she got a one eight hundred number. We're not going to disclose that. <laughs> We're not going to disclose that. <laughs> Although her name is Keisha. <laughs> or Tanya. Or Tanya. It was on the day of the week. But she's 911. They're, they're not, they're not going to, they're, they're, they want to talk to the individual, the person. That's who they're asking for whatever to do something. And because of the nice, big hearted person you are, you're going to break your back to do it. And that's why I've always came to you and just be like, don't do it, Brian. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what not what you say. That's but, what I was saying about the whole thing. Like, let them attempt, like, to initiate it first. Right. They're not initiating. <clears throat> People are not initiating anything nowadays because of 
the big heart that you have and what they know that what you're capable of doing. <laughs> giving, 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 providing, providing, providing. And individuals need to learn how to be self-reliant and self-sufficient. self-sufficient if yeah. they can't become self-sufficient and self-reliant. Well, I'm going to be out of commission until the end of February, so I don't know what to tell anyone. You probably still going to be in that bed <laughs> on your phone. No. Cash app. Because, uh, nobody said that they're going to take but my phone from ask, me. Can I ask you Good. a question? Do you have fear of that something could potentially happen to these individuals while you're down? Like, is that always in the back of your yeah. mind? Yeah. Like, what's going to let me ask you this. Why do you think that is? Because it's just a natural instinct. I am, again, I'm the oldest out of 15, so I raised my brothers and sisters. Oh. So there's something naturally. Eldest syndrome. <laughs> but it's, it's because, listen. Eldest no, syndrome. I hope <laughs> that whatever you drink or swallow in the next hour, you choke on. You don't curse. She, she done cursed you. Why? I got, that has nothing to do with it. It's just naturally that what was instilled in I'm the eldest be, of the eldest too, but I ain't got the syndrome. Because you had a different life. You right. You right. Okay. Alright. Alright. Hold on. Don't don't put don't take don't put the gloves on. Not taking the gloves off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. He put the white flag up. No white she, flag. Put the towel. Don't throw the towel in. Yeah. That's cause she, she aimed a gun at me, <laughs> baby. AK forty seven. So, so here you go. With the, within that, so the oldest of, out of fifteen. Out of fifteen. Yeah. Well, technically, it's the oldest out of twenty five. With fifteen, you want to raise it anymore? No, no. I like to make this twenty five. Yes, my mother had twenty five. She pushed out twenty five, but Damn. fifteen actually went through and lived and breathed. But even throughout the years, I think it's only six of us living now because I just lost my brother. So out of 25, only six of us are living. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I definitely understand where your where your mental is when it comes to, you know, providing and wanting to provide. I do feel like that throughout life, we are given these trials. And these trials are designed for you to focus on you. That doesn't mean that you have to be selfish and focus only on you and not the people that God put in your vicinity, right? It only means that an equilibrium point has to be set between you and amongst these other individuals, right? You're giving, giving, giving. But what are they doing, doing, doing? Right? Now here comes this trial that's taking into play. Where you're going to go through your transition. You're going to do a lot of stuff for yourself, right? And it's going to occupy all that time that you have mentally planned for them to help give, 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 and not focus on yourself. Right? So now this whole fear of something happening while you're down. It's because you've been giving, 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 and you haven't given them the chance to do, 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 do for themselves. That's not true. Preach. 
and it's not just about Naya. I want to say that this this goes out to everybody out there. Right. Okay. Some, it's it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay. No, this is not just about you. This is not just. This is about everybody who is a giver. This is everybody. No, but really, that's what he said. It's about everybody. That's the purpose of having the conversation, so that when people when they listen to it and what we talk about, it makes them sit back and think about these things that they hear us talk about. Yeah, that's what your mouth said. Yeah, that's my brain that's sending this. Well, I'm going to say it to the people. Right. If you were were in a position (laughs) where you constantly reaching in your pocketbook, Mm -hmm. okay, and giving out to people, the very people who would never, ever give to you, stop it. Yeah, you you definitely got to stop it. And then also, I just, not too long ago, And you know what's crazy? Because before he even got to that point, he made me remember my great-grandmother who passed away. One thing, my grandma, first of all, disclosure. You know, I love my disclosure. My great-grandmother was a Pisces. Disclaimers, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm disclosing too. But (laughs) my great-grandmother was a Pisces, all right? And she was stingy with money. Mm. With money. Baby, and... let me tell you something. She, if you owed her money, she was coming to get it. But one thing about this woman, I will say, is that while she did not, you couldn't go to her and be like, hey, you know, do you got $50 or whatever? Mm-mm. But one thing about it, though, she going to feed you. She going to feed you, and she going to feed the neighborhood. She was known for feeding her entire neighborhood. Somebody said something, hey, uh, Miss Lady, why you feeding all these kids? These ain't your kids. Said, baby, if, if they come here and they hungry, I'm going to feed them. They come here with their hands out, I'm going to slap them. Because <laughs> <laughs> don't come school. ask her for no money, okay? Yeah. That's that that's old school. Perfect. That's that old school upbringing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, um, again, 
Miss Monet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just feel attacked. Right, I was going to say, you're not attacked. It's not, we, that's definitely not something that we were doing. It's it was more like, so... We the were, feeling is already there. So it's, it's, okay. it's okay. We'll get you a Band-Aid. You get over it. So we were... ibuprofen. You need something stronger? Some flex roll? Get some. We got some John Basil over there. That'll help. That'll help you. Can you stop advertising? <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker better give you a check. I'm no, not okay. playing. Seriously. At this point, I think I got stopped. <laughs> it is an addiction for me. Honestly. To help. It is an addiction. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't necessarily say that it's an addiction for you, but it's it's very possible that that is the case. No, and it might be. Because, again, that's why I said... I even said it to uh, first step to a cure is admitting got a problem. <laughs> one of one of my associates made a comment, and like I told him, I didn't. Ask, I honestly I did not ask for this mm-hmm. at all. Don't even know where it came from. But I know honestly, one day, even going through high school, I tried to do my clinicals because I went and my major was actually going to be a nursing, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to be a doctor. But then when I did my clinical, I was like, I can't do this. Because I got attached to the patients who didn't have people in their life. So when they would die, it hurt me. Because of what happened. And I was like, I don't want to end up like this. Yeah, because you would see it a lot. I would see it more often than I really cared about. Mm. And so my thing was, I didn't really want to go in that route, which is why I went to Harold Washington for social services. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe I can do this. Because it wasn't as attaching mm-hmm. as nursing or doctor and, and things like that. And so I was like, okay. And so I was like, well, social services might be it, but it didn't really work because I was like, I still felt compelled, especially people that I've known and seen who I felt like really wanted to do something with their life. Mm-hmm. I felt obligated to take that extra step as a advocate for the community or people that I knew that was a part of the community. I have friends who feel very short to substance abuse and I just feel bad because now I feel like because I wasn't there for you to prevent that from happening for you, I'm at fault because I could have protected you from that. You know that's not true, right? I know it's not true. But okay. I mean, I'm dealing with a situation right now that I personally feel at fault that this person is struggling the way that they are. <sighs> I just feel like if I would have never met them, Look, then we wouldn't be in this situation. I, you know, be, before we before we go, and I know that we can continue on this like all night. And I preach to this woman about this all the time. You Somebody do said, not. Good evening. Yeah, I read it. Happy holidays. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> damn see, wrong. She, hey. She, she's trying to change the subject. Anyway, before we close out, you. Do not owe that motherfucker nothing. Zero. Zilch. Especially if something, if something is, if you are at the end of something and it's done and over, the first thing you have to do is not allow that person to step in and manipulate you to make you think that you did something wrong. Because when you open that door after you close it, it it was closed, after you close it, and you allow them to kind of creep their way back in, throw little words into your ear, kind of almost like a little hypnotism to make you feel as if, you know what? This is my fault. I'm wrong. I need to do better to make you feel good. Fuck my feelings. 
first of all, you know, I'm not gonna let that happen. So each time you talk about that, I was going to be there to remind you that you did nothing wrong and you love you dearly. You got to stop. You got to stop and letting that because people, people that are good manipulators and this falls in the category of being a user to manipulate you, to make you think that you're at fault. Yeah, needed something to do. Yeah, you needed something to feel some type of help. <laughs> <laughs> it's the twitch for me. So, guys, before <laughs> we're definitely gonna have more that we want to do and topics and stuff. I want to say thank you to uh, Sergio Gio for coming on the show. Of course, my beautiful co-host Miss Naya Monet. Adios, amigo. And Mr. Dante Harris. And um, just kind of just remember, like everybody has their own things that they go through and how they deal with people. Just keep in mind, you you know, look for the signs. You don't want to sit up and let a person continuously ask you for something, but yet you don't get nothing in return. And it's not that you're supposed to look for something because it's okay to have a big heart. It's okay to help people, but just be aware of the repetitiveness as the person continue doing it over and over and over again. You just have to know when to say no and let that person be an adult. And if you don't, then, you know, if you do get used or taken advantage of at that point, that's your fault. And that's a call to accountability. We appreciate y'all for tuning in today's episode. Again, this is season four, episode three of Rockefeller's Radio. Make sure you check out the other episodes that you have not, if you haven't. Also, be sure to check out rocksboys.com. Got some great content on there. Um, you know, subscriptions, you know, 2497, you know, go show some love That's on that side. Number. It's not a special number, but it's just a number. You gotta pay for sex some way, shape, or form. This way you can sit at home. You ain't gotta be out in the streets being a whore. You can also follow us on Twitter. It's at Rock's Boys. Triple X also at Rockefellers. You can also follow me at Rock Rockefeller on Twitter. Do y'all have an X? I mean X and the Twitter X same thing. You got an X page? Yeah, all my social medias are the same. The Dante Harris. And you, Miss Moon? Mm-hmm. I just got Instagram and Facebook. You keep it simple. Mr. Dior. Yes, I do have an X, but I just use it to look at other people's pages, search information. Yes, I don't put up any content or anything. Yeah, uh, Facebook. Like, uh, yes, it's Sergio D. Sergio. It's Sergio something. Just type in Sergio. It'll pop up. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Again, continue to, uh, you know, show your support to us. We're going to be doing a lot more episodes and interesting topics. If y'all want us to speak on certain things, inboxes in any one of our social medias, we'll be sure to consider that for a topic. You can't see us, but we are giving you the juices.